Welcome back to the Navy SEAL Mindset. I am your host, William Branham, retired Navy SEAL, sniper instructor, business coach, father, son, grandson. This is episode 004, and we're going to talk about killing mediocrity in our five SEAL secrets, our get naked mindset, killing mediocrity. There's a line in the, in the Navy SEAL creed. It says, in times of war or uncertainty, there is a special breed of warrior ready to answer our nation's call. A common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. Are you that common man with an uncommon desire to succeed? That's really what we're talking about when we talk about the Navy SEAL mindset. We're all regular folk. We're all just commoners. Those are the people who become Navy SEALs. When I give this presentation from stage, I start off the presentation talking about like who here has ever wondered what it takes to become a Navy SEAL or how Navy SEALs think. Most people raise their hands. Even, you know what? I had Tim Kennedy, who's a, a big Green Beret, has a big social following. And uh, you know what? I gave a presentation at an event that he was also teaching at and uh, he raised his hand. I was like, oh, look at you, look at you class participation. I love it. So anyway, even though I spent a bunch of time in the SEAL teams, I was a Navy SEAL. I still am always curious about how other guys think because I'm always trying to get better. That's the whole purpose of all of this. The whole reason that I've started this podcast is to take lessons that I've learned over time and share those lessons with you so that you can take these lessons and go out and make the world a better place. That's what we should all be doing taking the lessons that we learn in life and making the world a better place. That's the whole purpose. That's the purpose of life. That's what I believe the purpose of life is. So in this episode, we're going to talk about killing mediocrity. In times of war or uncertainty, there is a special breed of warrior ready to answer our nation's call, a common man with an uncommon desire to succeed. Again, that line is from the Navy SEAL Creed. It's much longer than that, but that's just one, one line that, that I pulled out of it to talk about how to kill mediocrity. And I will tell you that we are at war. We are surrounded by the enemy every single day. And if you don't think so, tell me how hard it is to not get stuck scrolling your phone. Scroll, look, I'm, my thumb is just doing that because that's just what I do when I get sucked into scrolling my phone, scrolling social media, finding excuses to not work out, finding excuses to not attack my goals of the day. How easy is it for you to not get stuck scrolling your phone, to not find excuses to not attack your goals for the day, to not work out, to not do the things that you know you need to do? How easy is it to hit that snooze button every morning? How easy is it to get sucked into one more episode of Netflix, one more YouTube video, all the things that make us mediocre, the enemy, society, the government, the conspiracy theorists, whatever you want to call it. If you look at the media today, they want you to be mediocre. They want you to be average. I want you to be fucking epic. And that's why I'm talking about this. Being average is easy. I was talking to a friend of mine who just came out of a, a bit of a depressive state. He was completely off the grid, 
for about 11 months. And he told me that he finally reached out to me one day about, I don't know, three weeks ago. And he was like, hey, brother, I just want to kind of check in with you. My dad died. I was in a pretty bad place mentally, but I'm getting better now. And so I want to hop on a call. So we got on a call and he just wanted to kind of just share some of his experience. And he's like, hey, man, I'm back. I'm here. Like, let's do some work together. What are we, whatever we need to do. I introduced him to some people to do some work. And that was right around the time that he went off the grid. He took the death of his father pretty, pretty seriously, pretty hard. And it took him a long time to recover out of that. And one of the things that he said to me that was just like one of the most impactful statements I think that he could have made is he said, I was very comfortable in that depressive state. I was very comfortable being depressed. It was easy for me to find excuses to not get out of bed. It was easy for me to just go back to scrolling my phone. It was comfortable. And I had never really thought about it like that. I'd never really understood why depression is so comfortable or why so many people fall into depression. It's because it is comfortable. I've certainly had my moments of depression. I didn't stay there because I knew I wanted, I knew I had better things to do in my life. I had impact that I wanted to make in the world. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't have any direction. So I had to start moving. And that movement is the thing that got me out of that depressive state. And it's interesting that that's exactly what happened to him. You know, he, he talks about his uncle who was in the army in another country, not in the United States, in another country. And he was like, listen, you have to get up and you have to start moving. You have to get up and move your body. And you know what? I want you to get up every day at the same time. I don't care what time it is. You get up every day at the same time and you go for a walk every single day. And so that was something that helped him kill that mediocrity, kill that depressive state in his life. He's still working through it. He's still very new. It's still very raw for him. But he started down the path of killing mediocrity. He changed his language and says, I don't, instead of I, I have to get up and I have to go for a walk, I get to get up and go for a walk. And this was something I learned this in SEAL training also. I hate running, by the way. I hate running. I hate swimming. I hate doing all that stuff. All the things that it takes to become a Navy SEAL, yeah, pretty much hate almost all of it. Just because I'm not good at it. I'm not naturally good at it. I, I don't like it. it. It's a lot of work. It hurts. It sucks. But when I do it, I feel really good. I've been injured several times in my life. I'm, I'm, I still have a lot of physical limitations, although I don't let that really slow me down. or I don't let it stop me. It certainly slows me down. So I have to find other ways to do stuff. But I don't let injuries that I have or have had stop me from accomplishing my goals. I, I realized very early on in SEAL training that I hate running. And, and then one day I couldn't run anymore because I, I broke my ankle. And all I wanted to do was run. All I wanted to do was be healthy enough so I could start running again, run on the soft sand, run on the, the running trails in Coronado, run with the class, run. All I wanted to do was run, run, run. And I wanted to do it because it was taken away from me. I didn't have a choice. It wasn't my choice anymore whether I can run or not. I had no choice. I could not run because of a broken bone or two in my foot 
or in my leg. So the way that I started killing mediocrity, and this is the way I tell everyone, is to start competing. I compete with myself every single day. I tell other people this. I say, you know, you don't have to go out and play a professional sport or anything like that or tournaments or whatever. You don't have to pick up a, a, new, a new hobby. You can just start competing in small things. Compete in kindness. Can you be the kindest person that you know? Can you deliver the kind of kindness that you want to have in your life? Compete in generosity. Can you be the most generous person you know? It doesn't have to be financial generosity. It can be just time. Spending time with other people. I have some friends here in Hawaii. They have, they're from Georgia. And they have some friends back there. One guy, he's, he was a, he's a farmer. But somehow, because he gives so much of his time to other people. I mean, this, I met this guy here in Hawaii. He had like two teeth in his head. And my friend is a dentist, so she put all new teeth in his face. But, and it's real hard to understand what he says, but he's probably one of the most generous people with his time. And so he can get almost anything he wants from almost anyone because he's given so much. He's been so generous with his time and oftentimes with you know, what he has. If he has it, he will give it to you. And because he came with a giving hand, he competed in kindness. He competed in generosity. He can have anything he wants and ask anyone he wants for that, and he'll get it. So start competing in kindness. Compete in generosity. Compete in gratitude. I learned about a year ago. This was something I struggled with a lot. And I think there's probably a lot of you out there that, that potentially struggle with this. Struggle with gratitude. I have found that gratitude is a superpower. Every day when I get up, I write down five things that I'm grateful for. Family, kids, house, opportunity, whatever it is, my health, I'm alive, I woke up, whatever those things are. And I write down one thing that has been a tremendous hardship in my life, whether it's a person a, that has tried to make my life harder than what it should be, someone who's tried to inflict damage on me, some sort of scenario that I've been in, some sort of situation, have gratitude for the hardships in your life. So I write down four things that I'm grateful for that are good in my life, and one thing that's bad, one thing that has been an incredible hardship that I've had to overcome, that I've had to push through. When I started doing that and I started using hardships as gratitude, my whole mindset changed. There was a shift that happened. And now going back to never quitting and accepting failure, I love that stuff. You will never stop me. No one will ever stop me if I want to do it. The end. You can chop my legs off. I'm still going to figure out how to do it. You chop my head, you take my life, that's a different story. But if there's a physical way that I can figure out how to do it, I will do it. Bring on the hardship. And that's why we have to manufacture hardship in our life sometimes. Go out and work out. Go out and crush your soul. And do it often. Because the I'll probably do something later on about just how to be hard to kill. How to have a hard to kill mindset. 
I like to drag a tire. I actually did it yesterday. Drag a tire around my neighborhood. Number one, everyone that stopped me that has never seen me do this before. Number one, it's a great way to meet new neighbors, meet neighbors. Like many people that have never seen me drag a tire around the neighborhood before. They were like, is that like a CrossFit thing? Are you prepping for, preparing for a CrossFit workout, CrossFit competition, something like that? I'm like, no, dude, I just, I'm just taking my tire for a walk. I'm just doing something that's very hard because that's how I get better. That's how I become hard to kill. I go out and I push my body beyond where I think it's probably capable. When I do that, I have to push my mind beyond where my body thinks it's capable. Um, you know, I talked early in earlier episodes about doing the R3 rim to rim to rim of the Grand Canyon in a day. And there's a, an author, I'm blanking on his name right off the top of my head, but he wrote a book called the comfort crisis. He has a good name too. That's easy to remember. And I completely forgot it. Um, and you know, he talked about in that, in the book, and then he, we went and did the R3 and we came back and we had him come out and speak to us. And one of the things that he said that really stuck out to me was he said that fatigue was an emotion. And I want you to think about that just for a second. Fatigue is an emotion. Fatigue is telling your body you need to slow down. It's telling your mind you need to slow down. It's the body saying, hey, I don't have, I need to conserve effort over here. Because I don't know that we have enough fuel on board. Well, it turns out you can take your body, if you use your mind, you use your own emotions so much further than what that fatigue tells you. It's an emotion. Once you realize that it's just an emotion, just like happiness, sadness, love, hate, whatever it is, all of the things that drive us, fatigue is one of those things that drives us. It's, it's an emotion. And once you recognize that it is an emotion, you can do something about it. So you have to compete against yourself. And when I say compete against yourself, oftentimes that means compete against your ego. Because your ego knows all of your strengths, it knows all of your weaknesses, and it knows exactly what to tell you to make you quit on yourself, to make you mediocre. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, we are surrounded by the enemy. We are surrounded by mediocrity every single day. It's our job to kill that mediocrity, to take the fight to the enemy. Compete, compete in kindness, compete in generosity, compete in gratitude, and most importantly, compete against your ego. And that is how you kill mediocrity in your life. So if you wanna improve your life and the life of the people around you, you have to have an uncommon desire to kill mediocrity. You guys stay awesome. Again, my name is William Branham. This is the Navy SEAL Mindset, episode 004, Killing Mediocrity. You guys stay awesome. Don't forget to get naked, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, this is William Branham, retired Navy SEAL, 26 years of service, and I have a free gift for you. Go to 5sealsecrets.com, the number 5, SEAL, as in Navy SEAL, 5sealsecrets.com. Go download your free copy of these five SEAL secrets, and I'll give you a a secret. The secret is naked. Naked is an acronym. Uh, go over there and find out what it is. FiveSealSecrets.com. Totally free. All you got to do is give me your name and email so I can send that to you. And uh, it's all yours. Then you can start learning how to think like a Navy SEAL. Talk to you guys soon.